Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's Issues on American Family Radio. Tim with uh, Fred and Steve Jordahl now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. And Ray's with us uh, in Kansas City. We're in Tupelo, and we thank you for listening wherever you may be today. Uh, all right, uh, Steve. By the way, no more illegal immigration talk. Okay, <laughs> no, I don't. Ha- I don't think I have a single story about illegal we're, immigration. We're done with that. Although I, for this for this show, I do have a request. Is it possible to move the show outside right now? Because it's gorgeous. Is it gorgeous? Oh my gosh, seventy five degrees. Uh, where we are? Yes, yes. Obviously, where we are. <laughs> yes. Inside this room here, it's probably seventy one, seventy two. It could be. You're talking about outside. Yeah, Ray, you want to come over oh, and help moves? us? Let's do it. Right. Although it's it's pretty nice here in Kansas City, sixty eight degrees and oh, a few clouds, no rain, so it's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Steve. All right. Uh, well, you remember we. Uh, we're seeing video of people who are upset with Christ- Kirsten Cinema because she's not uh, on board with all of the spending. The things. senator from Arizona. The senator from Arizona, who's opposing, along with Joe Manchin from West Virginia, is opposing the um, all the the funding things that Biden wants to do. She thinks it's too big of a number, and uh, so she's been kind of uh, surrounded by people who are begging her, protesting against her, trying to pressure her into changing her position on that. One of those followed her into a restroom, you may remember, with a camera. And, well, it didn't sit so well with a lot of people, including the leadership of the Democrat Party. And uh, Senators Durbin, Schumer, Warner, Elizabeth Warren, Joe Manchin, A.B. Klobuchar, um, Cortez Mastro of Nevada, they all signed a statement, uh, a letter, the one person who decided this is condemning what happened in, uh, to, uh, in the bathroom. The one person who would not sign on to it, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll read you, the, I'll read you the, the, the statement. Was that Hungarian? What was that? It was. It was, my, uh, it was my, I, I, maybe I shouldn't have a career in, in doing. I more sound like Vermontese. Ah, Vermont. Oh, you were trying to do a, a Sanders. Yes. That was, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the statement. Protests are one of the most powerful tools for a vibrant democracy. That is why the right peacefully assembles and the right to exercise freedom of speech are enshrined in the First Amendment to the Constitution. And we are committed to the fiercely to fiercely protecting those rights. Following someone into a bathroom and filming the encounter is plainly inappropriate, unacceptable, and it crosses a clear line. What happened in that video was a violation of Senator Sinema's privacy that has no place in our public discourse, and we resolutely condemn it. Sanders said, no, unless you're going to write in the uh, letter that we want Sinema to come over to our position, uh, I'm not sorry. Right, just to, to be it. clear, you had a group of senators, uh, Democrats, yes, basically, who... Wanted to who co-signed that statement? Yes, right. Yes, which you just read, which was good. That yeah. was a good thing for them to do. Yeah, but but Bernie Sanders said, "No, I will not condemn them harassing uh, her unless we also s- say that she must change her position on our agenda." Right? Yep. Is that what's going on there? Yeah. Um, okay. This is his proposed change. This is uh, um, Bernie Sanders' proposed change. He says, "Quote." 
While we hope Senator Sinema will change her position on prescription drug reform and support a major reconciliation bill, what happened in that video was a violation of her privacy. Dot, yeah, dot, yeah. Dot. Well, uh, let it be noted here, these are left-wing wackos who are chasing uh, a Democrat senator into the bathroom. Okay. And they, then they it went beyond that, you know. What'd they do? Airplane. She oh, was on she her was, way back yeah. to Washington. And they start coming up where she was sitting on the airplane, getting in her face. Well, this is, listen, this is what, uh, this, this, this is why Bernie Sanders wouldn't condemn this. Remember Maxine Waters? Mm -hmm. uh, She, she, they believe that not all of them, obviously, but there's probably half, maybe, maybe not. I don't know how to judge exactly. There's some very vocal Democrats who believe it is the it is their right and the right of people who support them to physically confront people that they disagree with, and that is they believe this is acceptable behavior. One way, you remember Maxine yeah. Waters famously said, "Get up in their face, uh, show them that they're not welcome here." Yes, yeah, I mean so. Uh, that was not Nancy Pelosi didn't get up and say uh, that was a terrible of Maxine Waters to say that. Uh, And we don't agree with that. Uh, Not that I'm aware of that Nancy Pelosi condemned her for that. So these left wing activists, uh, some of them just uh, believe in physical and they'll come to your house. Yeah. All right. They went to Brett Kavanaugh's house. (laughs) They went to, do you remember this Ray? Yeah. They'll go, they'll knock on the door, they'll yell, they'll shout, they'll wake up the neighbors next door. They'll do whatever it takes to intimidate mm-hmm. people, A, into not speaking out, or B, to intimidate them to do what they, the protesters, want them to do. Let's be honest, I mean, Bernie Sanders is cool with what they did. He's cool with the idea right. of going into the, right. the following cinema into right. the, the bathroom. That's just, That's just out of the left-wing playbook. Yeah. And it is kind of a, an example of the Democrat Party, the ultra-liberal wing fighting with the liberal wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, there's a split there, and this is one example of it. Uh, and, Senators Cinema and Manchin in particular, one from West Virginia, one from Arizona. Listen, uh, West Virginia is uh, a red state. With a Democrat senator, Manchin, there are reasons for that. He's been there forever, and he's basically voted uh, moderate, you might say. Uh, and then Cinema is Arizona is a purple state. It is now, yeah. So now I don't believe personally that that either one of those senators are are, are acting. Uh, out just because they're looking to the next election and what might hurt them or what might not hurt them. I don't believe so because this is causing them a, a lot of consternation. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it would be much easier for cinema and mansion just to go along with their party. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems to me than objecting. So I, I, and I read what they say and I listen to their interviews and I think they are uh, genuine in their, you know, what they think and what they believe. About this, I, let me just say this too. Um, I really appreciate Senator Manchin sticking up for the Hyde Amendment. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't, if you missed this, folks, a few a few days ago, Senator Joe Manchin 
of West Virginia, a Democrat, said that he will not vote for any legislation that excludes the spending legislation that excludes the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment being a, 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 that you cannot use public funds to uh, pay for abortions. Right. The same thing that Joe Biden voted for for years, okay? It, it is a, it is, uh, now we all wish that we didn't have abortion in, period yeah. going on in America because it's the taking of innocent human life. Mm-hmm. However, certainly we don't want our federal tax dollars going to in any way, shape or form fund abortion, right? That's been basically the position of the Democrat and the Republican party together, uh, for, 30, 40 years, however how long. Biden himself, while pro-abortion, was for the Hyde Amendment. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, to forbid, didn't believe that taxpayers should be funding abortion. And so, um, but the Democrat Party today, they believe in funding abortion, and they believe, that by their vote the other day, they believe in abortion up until the baby can get to the birth canal. That's right. Full nine months. I mean, yes. they don't believe in any in any restrictions whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Manchin went against completely against his party and said, uh, "I will not vote for any legislation if it removes the Hyde Amendment." So, uh, to to his credit, that mm-hmm. was a brave thing to do in my mm-hmm. in my view. Did right. you see uh, yesterday? I think it was that the Washington Post fact checked the liberal uh, squad who were saying the majority of Americans. Uh, want federal funds to go for abortion or something like that. And the Washington Post gave it two Pinocchios. Uh, they fact-checked it, saying, no, that's not the case. Yeah. So, Well, we'll see what happens. Cinema and, and Manchin are, they're hated now inside the Democrat Party. You, you can, let me just put it this way. You know how uh, conservatives feel about Mitt Romney? <laughs> just, uh, times, times that time uh, 10, Ray. Yeah. Basically, Cinnamon Manchin are the two big roadblocks to keep Joe Biden from getting his way in terms of the, the federal budget. So God bless them. I mean, they are facing unbelievable, unbelievable pressure. Can you imagine you, you, you get on a plane and you're being I don't need attacked to. there? you got to go to the bathroom and you can't even... You can't even That's unsettling. That's unnerving. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And to think that my fellow Senator Bernie Sanders won't condemn that outright, uh, right. that's also troubling. If I'm Kristen Cinema uh, or uh, and uh, that kind of situation, you know, that's one step away from violence. You getting you getting somebody pretty space? short, pretty short step too. Yeah, go yes. ahead, go ahead, Steve. In, in one way, however, it makes Cinema and Mansion the two most powerful people in Washington. Right. Uh, in, in a way. Yeah. They didn't ask for that. But, uh, I think but yeah. they, I've heard a lot about Manchin that he, uh, from people who know him in West Virginia, conservatives say he lives for the, for the spotlight. He lives for the power grab. Um, well, he's got it. Moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, which, tell me a senator that doesn't. True. True. That's why they're senators. That's right. <laughs> they want the spotlight. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're all motivated by right. it. Uh, look at me. I'm just saying that that's part of the deal. Is they they want attention because they that's the reason they run for office. Whatever the motivation, yeah. Uh, right now, Manchin in particular, he gave a he gave a scrum uh, with reporters the other day, and he says, "I've never been a liberal. Everybody knows that. The right. people back home who elect me, 
Uh, I love, though, the challenge that he gave in that news conference the other day. He said, you know, uh, let's get by all of this right now. And those progressives, those left-wingers in my party, if they really believe the American people want what they say they want in this $3.5 trillion package, let them go out and campaign on that next right, year. Right, right. Yeah, he was I, right I th- about that. He, like, was he said, elect more liberals. Yeah, he said... Go take it to your people. Right. Go ahead. You right. you know, you Democrats from Iowa and right. Idaho, you go ahead and take this package to the people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trust in the media, man. I got to tell you, uh, as a reporter, uh, maybe uh, American Family News is the exception to the rule, I'm thinking. But Gallup just came out with a poll that finds only 7% of Americans say they have a great deal of trust in the media 29% say they have a fair amount, and 36% say they have no trust or they have some mistrust. 4% say they don't have any trust. The media is at its lowest point of trust ever, except uh, for one time in the middle of the 2016 campaign. Is it any wonder? No. <laughs> I mean, 7% have complete trust. Is that what you said? A great deal of trust. That's Only a, 7%. That, that number seems high to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even even if you're, and I'll say, an honest liberal, you you look at the daily coverage of the two political parties in particular. It is uh, Joe Biden can do nothing wrong, and uh, the Republicans can do nothing Listen, right. Listen, if it wasn't for Peter Ducey, yeah, no, <laughs> there, exactly, there would, there would be no no challenging questions from the media. Yes, to the to the Biden uh, administration, Jen Psaki just. She's able to say whatever she wants most every day without any pushback. Rarely, except for Peter Deuce. You get back, get past Peter, then yeah. you're you know, everybody else agrees with their agenda, so they're going to protect them from any damage. And, so they're not going to ask them hard questions or follow up questions or challenge them mostly. And if it wasn't for Fox News, you wouldn't know what's going on at the border. Oh, I know. The I mainstream know. media is ignoring. Well, the reason is because the mainstream media is liberal, mm-hmm. so they agree with Biden. They want to protect him from damage and their party. So we don't, their, their view is don't cover stories that might damage him with the voting public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's so it's, it's their job. That's why they, that's why they wouldn't cover, cover Hunter Biden's laptop. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. All those things that were uncovered on Hunter Biden's laptop that he left at the shop, right. the computer uh, shop, mm-hmm. which, uh, just the fact that you leave your computer and don't pick it up to me is enough to say something's wrong. But anyway, <laughs> something wrong with that right. person, right? right. But uh, the media wouldn't cover it. Remember that Facebook right. banned it, mm-hmm. or at least uh, uh, Twitter wouldn't allow it. Mm-hmm. Well, am I right? Yes, yeah. that's right. Uh, and it was it was the New York Post, a, a big major newspaper, was releasing that information. Well, the media wouldn't cover it because it it was Hunter Biden talking about the big man. Yeah. And all the, the big bu- guy, right? The big guy, the big the business deals he was doing uh, around the world, making money off his dad being vice president. Well, the media thought the liberal media said that will hurt our guy in the general election coming up in a few weeks. Therefore, we must suppress it. Yeah. So I mean this this goes on this goes on. It's pretty well known now. No no wonder the liberal media has no trust with, based virtually no trust with the apparent public. For more, for more than 20 years, I've been 
covering mainstream media and the yeah. bias that it has. However, in 2016, that campaign, they went over a cliff. 16 or 20? 16. The first, the first Biden, the first Trump, uh, it was Trump, Hillary Clinton. And they were so in the bag for Clinton and so opposed to Trump and, and buying into the whole Russian collusion hoax and everything and promoting that kind of stuff. They fell off a cliff. They went off a deep end. Uh, I was asking uh, my sources like Media Research Center, will they ever recover? And the answer is no, and they apparently haven't. No, and the other story, too, is George Floyd, the way George Floyd has been covered. Right. Mm. And the subsequent violence in American cities, Minneapolis, Seattle. Right. I'll never forget the CNN reporter in (laughs) Minneapolis. Yeah. Right. You know, it's mostly peaceful demonstrations (laughs) with buildings burning Burning behind them, people looting stores. Saturday Night Live worthy. You know, that's, and and I'm sorry whether you're liberal or you're conservative, and you see that CNN reporter saying mostly peaceful and the city is burning behind him. People just say, what? Yeah. You know, what's going on here? Yeah. And, you know, there's there's a difference, Ray, between people who are, uh, uh, have an ideological uh, position and and they're open and honest about it, uh, and they you know that's what you're 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 getting. Like Sean Hannity, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's sure. a he's a uh, conservative, and he give an opinion and analysis, and he's not trying to persuade you that he's some kind of objective journalist. And so I don't have a problem with Rachel Maydow. Right. You know, right. she's MSNBC. She's a far you left. Know what you're, you know what you're going to get from, yeah. from Rachel Maddow. You know what I you're going to get. It's the uh, it's the uh, people who try to play themselves off as uh, anchors, as objective news people news like right. Don Lemon, for example, or Chris Cuomo on CNN, and, uh, and they try to pass themselves off as objective, uh, objective purveyors of right. truth when we know that they are far lefties so well i I guess steve what this means is that is that uh, the game is up that they've been caught that that is to say the public now is on to the con right i mean i i'm old enough speaking of old enough tim yeah i'm old enough to remember uh walter cronkite Mm -hmm. cbs i i can remember though not real well huntley brinkley on nbc years ago now did did walter cronkite lean left yes he did but he's a he was a whole lot more objective in his CBS Evening News reporting than CNN, Don Lemon, and those guys today. That he at least attempted, at least attempted most of the time to call it straight down the middle. I think these quote mainstream media outlets they aren't even trying to cover over right. their left wing bias. They're they're left wing. They're biased. They don't care if we know it or not. Part of the uh, difference between then and now is there was no social media back then. So right. the and there was no internet or, or uh, cable news. There was outlets. no Fox News back. There was then, CBS, right? ABC, and NBC, and what they told you, uh, you took for the truth pretty much. Right. Um, and but now with the rise of not only cable news, but everybody's got a camera, everybody can tweet out and report whatever news they want. It is uh, it is totally wrecked the uh, the next news. story. All right, so we can rejoice. We have finally found... Rejoice, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. We have finally found uh, the arbiter of truth for Uh all truth. Uh Uh, Oh, really? Yes. Good. And she is in New Zealand. 
Their, uh, Jacinda Arden is their prime minister, and uh, with regard to COVID, she says, look no farther than us. Uh, this is her talking in cut four about lockdowns and information in New Zealand. Go ahead. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumour you may hear, covid19.govt.nz. Otherwise, dismiss anything else. We will continue to be your single source of truth. We will provide information frequently. We will share everything we can, uh, everything you are, else you see, um, a grain of salt. Uh, and so I really ask people to focus. Unless you hear it from us, um, it is not the truth. Yeah, I, I think if I was to paraphrase what she just said, people of New Zealand, you do no longer have to think. You no longer right. have to use your brain. You just have to trust what we tell you to be completely true. Amen and amen. Did, did she use the phrase, we will be your, quote, single source of truth? That is an accurate quote. Yeah. Wow. That's New Zealand, you say? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, glad you cleared that up for us. Aren't you? <laughs> Man. Scary. All right, there's, uh, we can probably end with this. There's been an interesting battle going on in Idaho between the governor and the lieutenant governor. Now, apparently, when the governor leaves Idaho, the lieutenant governor takes over and is the acting governor. Well, well that's probably true in most every it state. It might be. The, so the Republican governor in Idaho is Brad Little, and uh, the lieutenant governor is Janice McGretchen. I think that's how you pronounce it. And uh, so when Brad Little left the state, um, McGretchen uh, decided to issue an order uh, that prohibited any mask mandates. Uh, and it was uh, it's kind of a position that her gov- the governor there had taken that there should be some. He's a Republican, but, but more liberal Republican. Uh, well, so he comes back to the state and he repeals that, that uh, executive order. Yeah, they're going back and forth. I've never heard, though, of a lieutenant governor who decides to change the whole tra- trajectory of politics in their state when the governor leaves. I think it's pretty pretty gutsy. <laughs> She's planning to run for governor in the next election. So. No doubt. Yes. Are they both Republicans? Yes. In Idaho, I would guess pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, what do you guys think? we got about a minute or so ago. This lady that can't get a kidney transplant. because oh, she, yeah. where, where is that story out of? Colorado Springs. What's going on there, Steve? Uh, she is needing a kidney. She has a friend who has, decided, has agreed to give her a kidney. The hospitals there that would perform the surgery, and I know both of them, uh, Memorial and St. Francis are there, and they're saying, if unless you're vaccinated, we're not going to uh, give you this operation. We're not going to do the operation. you got to go somewhere else. Yeah. These are two ladies who, who met at a Bible study several mm-hmm. months ago. One of them needs a kidney. The other one says, I've got two good kidneys I'll give you. They were told by the health officials there less than a month ago, it's no problem. You don't want the vaccine. We'll go ahead and do the procedure. About five days before they were to do the procedure, this uh, the medical community there just changed their mind and said, no, we're not going to do it. Just give them a test. Just give them a COVID test and do the right. operation and say these Save her life. This is immoral. It is. It's not about COVID. It's about power. That's right. This is a political thing. Yes. But you're playing with people's lives here. uh, You know. Sue them. Sue them. Just give the lady, give both of them a test if you're worried about COVID. I guarantee you those doctors and nurses who were set to perform this 
surgery don't care about their don't care about this in other words they would I, i'm guessing would probably this just sound like to me it's like the hospital administration sure yes sure saying we got to go along with fauci and biden mm-hmm. and the woke crowd it's immoral it's immoral it's absolutely immoral um all right we'll be back tomorrow everybody thanks for listening to today's issues trivia, trivia friday, friday tomorrow we'll see you back here then